Welcome back, fam. This is the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast, back for 2022. I am Rodney E, the point guard up in this shit, and uh, I've got my teammates, my, my cohorts, my co-conspirators, my partners in crime, Matt and the Oracle. What's going on, fellas? Mate. Again, good to talk to you. Glad, glad to be here uh, and uh, pretty keen to chop up the uh, beginning of the playing tournaments and uh, the regular season, to be honest with you. Uh, Oracle, what about you, mate? Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back with the boys talking shit about ball. Um, yeah, looking forward to the fucking playoffs and, you know, playings have been not too bad. Some have been shit, some have been really good, but uh, yeah, looking forward to the playoffs now. It's all about to go down, isn't it, in the NBA? And also, just briefly, in the NBL, that season's closing as well. Should be a few good games coming up with that. Go the Kings. Yeah, two rounds to go, right? Two rounds to go, I think, in the NBL, or is it one round? Yeah, a couple of rounds, I think, to go. Yeah. There's been some good games leading up to the, yeah. the finals. There. The four has been decided for a few weeks now, like the top four that are going to make it. Perth are in, right? Like they're still going yeah. to make it, even though the Jack Jumpers could win. Yeah, mathematically, they can't, like they... But they their percentage be. percentage is shit. I mean, to, to have the the finals this far out from the end of the season is a bit of a isn't great. And I guess that's why in the NBA the play-in tournament is such a success. That's right. Like uh, it adds a different storyline. There's plenty happening in the lot. You know, you've got team scrambling. You know, for jockeying for position. I think that you know, like when they started the play-in tournament, a lot of the players were like, "Fuck that." Yeah, LeBron but, was fucked that, wasn't he? he yeah, was, I think he was. He was yeah, against yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that now he's now, not even in it. Two seasons in. It's an unadulterated success. Agreed. Yeah. I, I, I love the the playing tournament, and uh, we've had some, like Frank said before, we've had some great games. It's ha- it's added a different level of importance to end of season games. Yeah, is what I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, in this sort of uh, the broadcast media cycle and stuff like that, more things like this, the better. So I think it's been great, and maybe the NBL could introduce something like it. I've heard the idea about a wild card game between fourth and fifth to make that last final spot. Something like that might work. Yeah, I think so. I think I think it would. I think that that'd be great. Of course, uh, my Southeast Melbourne Magic, Southeast oh, Magic, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix geez. have fucking shit the bed. Jeez. And uh, mate, since the uh, start of the year, have absolutely stunk it up. Yeah, let's not get into that. Let, I don't want to be depressed about uh, about the local <laughs> team there. So uh, we'll leave that where it is and uh, revisit it yeah. maybe once the season concludes or some shit. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But they, All right. they fucked it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into the uh, first segment here, which is a new one that we're going to try out for this episode. Anyway, we'll see uh, see if it gains any traction. Hero and Zero. Or Hero or Zero. A hero. Or Zero. Well, uh, you lead this off, Frank. This is uh, this is your baby. Let's let's hear it. We're going to do the past regular season, being that that's where we're at at the moment. The hero for the regular season. I'm going for the Eastern Conference for many fucking years. The whole know, Eastern Conference. So you, the whole you, Eastern Conference. I'm talking about. They've been weak. You know, this year the fucking yeah teams have kept it up. They have signed players. They have traded players, and you know the East is good again. It's been shit for ages, and so. Yeah. It's good to see that the fucking Eastern Conference is back up and about, except for the Knicks. They started off well, but yeah. fucking went shit. 
They didn't bing bong all their their way to the uh, playoffs, did they? Eventually, no, no. They, I mean, they start off well, same as Washington. Washington dropped off, but um, but saying that, you know, the the East has has been sold this year, and and uh, I've, I'm glad to see the East back. It's always been about the West. That's not a bad one. Yeah, the whole Eastern Conference. Well done, Eastern yeah. Conference. Pretty dominant teams, and it's a close race up the top. And my zero fucking All Star weekend. What a load of fucking shit. I'm just going to break it down. The celebrity game. Fuck that off. Not needed. Okay. Get, yeah. Fuck that off. Right fuck off. you, celebrities. Yeah. Can't be like Instagram people and YouTubers. Who like, the no. fuck were half the... I mean, that was the joke meme going around, just all these random names that people put in the list. Yeah. yeah. And people exactly. were reading them out going, uh, do you know who this guy is? And people were going, no. Exactly. I'd like to see a three-on-three tournament. I'd like to see a randomly drawn three-on-three, like players, just randomly drawn players from the NBA and have a three-on-three, some sort of three-on-three tournament. That's not a bad idea. They, they need to re- rejig it around. Fuck that off anyway. Then you got the, the skills tournament. Fuck off. Making, ma- making jump shots. I can pass the ball. We know you can pay. You can fucking pass the ball. You're in the fucking NBA. Yeah. Get fuck that off. Okay. No one remembers the results of these things either. No one cares about it. No, not at all. Thirdly, I mean, three point shootout. Good. They have rejigged it over. You know. Yeah. Over it's, the past still few fairly years. solid, right? It's it's still solid. Even, even with um, the 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 do ball. Is the yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that, that's probably, you know, outside the All-Star game, it's probably the highlight. Now, the fucking dunk comp, they need to change this. I suggest bring in G-Leaguers. I don't know, maybe just all G-League players or maybe have a G-League versus NBA players. Have something different. I reckon yeah. they get those dunk expert guys that don't even yeah. play NBA. Get those I, guys I reckon, to dunk Yeah, off. I think you're right, Rod. I think they've got to fucking go way afield and it doesn't matter if they're in fucking playing in Israel. Yeah. There's a, if if there's a fucking... Anywhere. Like a, a viral video of someone th- throwing down a fucking windmill 360 that's, that's fucking sick. And that could then they be... need to invite that guy to the fucking dunk contest. Yeah. Or you can even have, you know, an American player, a European player, an Asian player. Yeah, I don't ba- know. Just, battle just of the countries. Just change it up. All the countries have one rep- representative and it's a, it's the world dunk off or whatever. Yeah. 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 Change it up because what they've got now is shit. I haven't even seen any of the dunks from the uh, dunk comp just previously. It, it was, from all reports, it was fucking one of the worst. Yeah, it was so, terrible. Like, yeah, oh, no, man, it was bad. It, it, was embar- it was embarrassing. And it, look, if NBA players don't want to, like, the best dunkers, there's a lot of money on in their contracts at stake, injuries. I can kind of understand when some people don't want to get into it. I mean, it's not like it was in the, back in the old days. It's a new league now. So do, do no, the, in, the, the competitive in- spirit and, you know, like wanting to one-up your competitors just isn't there like it used to be. So bring in someone who does have that competitive spirit. I think it has something to do with the amount of practice time they have to put in or something. That's what a lot of dudes are claiming, isn't it? Like that they have to put time into developing these yeah. dunks, being good at them and stuff, and they don't want to commit that time to it. They want to rather do that with just trying to win a championship on their team. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd like to know if like Dominic Wilkins, how much time he spent developing dunks or if he just was like here's a fucking sick dunk that you know I can just do dudes could just dunk good back then and there probably wasn't the the bar you know the bar wasn't set that high you know dudes hadn't done that crazy dunk you know before your Dominiques and your Kenny Skywalkers yeah but Frank's right though it does need to be looked at 
you Rex Chapman's. Yeah, but what camp- about the game itself? The, the game. Basically, it has turned into a three-point shootout with dunks in it. Get rid of the three-point shot or get rid of the three-point line. So just have two pointers in the game. The, the other aspect of the game is the fucking defense. There is none. Why not change that up and say, you get a steal, it's worth five points. You get a block, it's worth five points. Now, you imagine a game that's close with two minutes to go and there's only two points in it or three points in it. How much harder are these play these guys going to play defense? I see you're trying to think of a way to incentivize them a bit to play defense in that game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Fuck that off again. I mean, what's wrong with the East and West? I mean, I guess with players changing teams fucking like a merry-go-round now, there is no sort of that that's sort of gone so i don't know what they're going to do about that yeah but um they they need to change the all-star game up because i did not watch the game all-star game at all and i know there's ex-nba players who don't watch the game anymore as well for that reason there's no competition there's no fucking it was boring i agree with you it's boring i agree with you i tuned in for about five minutes and then turned it off no it's boring as zero get fucked all-star weekend except for the three-point shootout which seems to still well I like what you're thinking there with the game, Frank. I think that's an interesting angle. I I like the angle of USA versus international. I think that that, you get some competitiveness there. You would. Like, yeah. And like you say, you have to, like, people have said if it was East versus West, the winner gets fucking home court advantage, you know, in the finals (laughs) or something like that, you know, something to really play for. Mm. Yeah. That's probably too much of a prize to get home court advantage in the NBA finals. Like that conference gets the fucking home court advantage. Whoever wins. But I think that uh, USA versus international is going to have a bit of competition there, right? I mean, it's worth a go. Well, it's sort of already doing that format with the Rising Stars game, aren't they? Yeah, and then add to that $20 million, you know, prize, money talks. 20 Bitcoin, it'll be this. <laughs> All right, yeah, good ones, Frank. I'd be nice interested one. to see what you guys say now. All right, well, uh, yeah, Matt, go for it, man. Hero? Well, the regular Hero, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I've been, I've okay. taken a lot of joy in watching them and watching them get good really fast and the way they've done it too. They do have a bit of the, the grit and grind from the Tony Allen, Zach Randolph era, a little bit. They got, like, they're good at defense. They score a lot of points in the paint. They're very fast paced. It's not like that. Those teams were slow. This team is very fast and plays up tempo. They're exciting to watch. Ja Morant is fucking the next big thing in the league. And I've taken, like, uh, watching them is just fun. They play fast and they play hard defense. We actually covered that a little bit the other episode where we've just released about the Memphis Grizzlies, about that very thing. Oh, yeah. And even though they swapped Valanciunas for Adams, yeah, that hasn't slowed them down. Like some people thought that might slow them up a bit, but... Uh, no, but no, I mean, they're, they're both excellent. I think they're both really excellent centers, but they do different things Yeah, uh, better. I think that Adams is a better screener. Better rebounder. Uh, better offensive rebounder. I mean, he doesn't have the post moves that uh, Valanciunas has. But again, Valanciunas, is, he's been great for the Pelicans. Like, he, he's he's been awesome. Been a, it was a, probably a fair swap in the end. Yeah, was okay I think that's a pretty good trade for both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, the, yeah, Grizzlies, I agree, absolutely. Really high yeah. on them, still high and, on them. Uh, my zero is that probably the biggest thing that should be about this season and for the NBA in the last few years is the take foul. Oh, yes. Preach. Mm. Yes. The, that needs to be taken out of this game as soon as fucking possible. Like, they need to make that an unsportsmanlike foul, two shots in the ball. Should have been taken away years ago. Years ago. Now, it just happens so often, and I'm just like, well, it baffles me why it has not been taken out of the game because they want dunks. They want dunks, dunks, dunks. High-flying plays. They want high scores. 
yet they allow these fucking fouls that stop the game. It flies in the face of everything the NBA's about. They've got to get rid of it. They've got to bring in the unsportsmanlike for that. Yep, couldn't agree with you more, man. And and I hate Agreed. the I just hate the fucking narrative too. Like media pundits will talk about, oh, they're gonna hack this player, hack this other player. Shut up about it. Seriously, like we don't want to hear about players that you're planning to foul. Well, I, th- I think that there's, you know, fouling players when they're in the offense, but when there's a turnover or a... In open court. Fast break, in, in open court and a foul happens, it basically kills the momentum and they really, they just get the ball from the side. That has to be a, an unsportsmanlike. It has to be. FIBA changed this a few years ago now, so... Yeah, it's not in the spirit of the game, in the spirit of the rules of the game. It's not... Uh, he whistled me for a technical foul for... Uh, Violating the spirit and the rules of the game. And again, like I said, they, they want dunks. Now I know you're a dunk man. They want high scores. They want exciting games. What else is more exciting than getting out in the break and seeing high-flying dunks? Well, that's, like you said, it's, it's, it's what everyone complains about not seeing enough. They still allow a take fail to happen. Frank, what, yeah. what's, your, what's your take on the, uh, the old takey old foul there? I completely agree with both you guys. They want the, the high-scoring... You know, they've changed the rules on the defensive end. This is the next step that they've got to do. If you know, if Fieber had done it years ago, I mean, they've got to follow suit. Why haven't they? I have wow. no fucking idea. But yeah. I mean, the, the, the whole refing for the season, they started off well. they become real sloppy the last couple of months. they got to improve for these yeah. playoffs coming up, I reckon. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Absolutely. And that's speaking from a refereeing sort of point of view. Really confusing the way these guys ref sometimes because, yeah, different individual refs seem to have a different perspective on foul interpretations. And I understand it when people go, I don't understand how it's judged half the time. These, uh, these yeah. calls and situations that arise in NBA games just because they have their own set of rules that they choose to follow outside of what basically the rest of the globe does. Yeah. Do something about it, NBA, for fuck's sake. That's my zero, mate. What's uh, What do you got, Rod? All right. Uh, well, mine are pretty simple. I'm going to say my hero for the regular season is definitely Ime Yudoka. And he has turned the Boston Celtics into a contender. I'm trying not to get overly excited about their chances. I'd give them a shot against any of these. The Bucks still worry me a lot. But focusing on why he's a hero, like, you know, in the time we had off, I obviously I went back and listened to or most of our episodes anyway from time to time, and I complained a lot about Boston, how things were going with him and everything. He has absolutely turned it all around. He's got him playing consistently on the defensive end doing the right things within a, the offensive structure is he's got to, he's just got him playing the right way the right coaches are around him we got rid of Schroeder which was, was that the catalyst though was that the catalyst for the change was that just that one trade well I think that helped speed things up definitely because clearly Dennis Schroeder was working outside of what Boston wanted to do the direction was let's speed the offensive plays up let's make more use of the shot clock and you just continuously see him walking it up the floor, six, seven seconds off the shot clock before the offense, you know, even kicks in. Yeah. You know, he was terrible. But but the, all the changes um, that Udoka's, you know, he's put him in place from the start of the year. And it's taken, you know, it's, it took him 40 games to even start playing the way he wanted him to. And we talked about on the uh, previous episode as, as well, the film session Celtics. What sort of followed that was a lot of talk about 
how Yudoka was communicating with these guys, how he was able to get through to them and give them the right praise, but also give them the right criticism. You've seen the result now, Austin number two in the East. Brooklyn Nets, first round. Bring him on. That should be a good series. He's my hero, and look, I'm going to have a very obvious hero, and it's the whole Los Angeles Lakers organization <laughs> for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's very easy. I, I figured one of you guys would say something about the Lakers being zero, but... I'm sick of cunts. I'm sick of them, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm like, sick of hearing about it's Lakers. so yeah. tired, and, and that's almost all you need to say about them. It's just a tired subject that everyone's sick of hearing about. LeBron complained about the play-in, and then he couldn't even get his team up. And I don't think they even wanted to, right? Yeah. They just prefer to just bow out. Nah, just pack it in, guys. Go drink some wine or something. This is fucked. They might complain about, oh, players were injured, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you look at the Clippers and they're... Get they... fucked. Everyone's had injuries. Yeah. And we, we at length, have talked about how shit the Lakers are, how badly the team was constructed. We saw how Frank Vogel went out. Like, the ma- oh, just the it wasn't his fault. It, 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 it wasn't his could, fault. Didn't do much wrong. I think the most surprising thing and everyone's seen it, is just their lack of effort. Like every team, like you said, gets injuries, people get COVID, got players out. Like you, there's numerous teams. Miami, the Clippers. Yeah, everyone's uh, copped it. Denver. Denver, yeah, yeah. But they have managed to put in the effort and, you know, play hard. They have not. They have not. They, I mean. They it, don't put in effort. They get all this coverage and exposure through the media. You're constantly hearing about them like like we just yeah. said. And what do they do? What do they, how do they perform? They bring in all these old players that that used to be the legit number one player on their teams, and these guys aren't going to scrap. These are guys aren't going to play defense. They're not going to hustle. They're yeah, they're old and satisfied with their career, so they don't give a fuck. Not, yeah, I mean they're terrible, and uh, I don't want to talk about them anymore. Let's not. They're my zero for the 2021-22 NBA regular season. And that'll do it for Hero or Zero. Other notable games. Let's just talk quickly about the playing games that have happened. The Spurs bowed out against the Pelicans. You guys see that one? I did. Uh, the Pelicans played well. Impressed with McCollum? The Pelicans have some good pieces, and I guess they started really poorly this season, didn't they? In disarray, really, without Zion. They didn't really know what sort of team they had, and it took them a long time to sort of yep. get playing well because they of the, all the turmoil. But they've got some solid, solid pieces. They need a point guard. CJ McCollum is a fucking excellent. Put him anywhere, and you'll do well. Uh, like we said before, Valanciunas, just solid. Good addition. Just a real solid presence down there. And Herb Jones is uh, Herb a future. Herb Jones. Yeah, he's a f- the, the the next Dort. Your brother. Your brother Herb. <laughs> the, the next Lou Dort. He's a, uh, you know, he's. Yeah, he's, he's very good. He he performed very well in that playoff game. Doris Burke was all over that guy's penile region. Yeah. No, it, imagine if they could add Zion and maybe a couple of, like a decent point guard. That's a, there's potential there. They really don't have a point guard, like you said. CJ was sort of being the point guard for him. Yeah, and then there was that other guy, the real short guy, who's got a lot of uh, Alvarez, Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues vibes. He <laughs> sort of pushes the ball, and uh, he's he's quite good. But I think that you need, but you need, yeah, you need a, yeah. He's a good energy guy off the bench, like you just said. Um, yeah, Jose Alvarez, I think his name. Yeah, is. I like him. I like his, uh, you know, his tenacity, his energy. Maybe he can be the starting point guard. Maybe he can make the jump next year. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe, yeah, he gets, get, you know, builds up a bit and, you know, he's got all his muscles pop out and he starts dunking on unsuspecting fools. Yeah. And they've got Tony Snell. 
had to speak his name, didn't you, Oracle? We had to. It's nearly no, no. You, 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 you had to. I don't, I don't <laughs> ever want to hear that guy's name. The the T Wolves Clippers game was pretty good. I yes. Thought. Yep. Caught that one as well. That was cool. Um, Carlton City Towns was, was restricted pretty heavily throughout the game. Didn't really play due to well. his own stupidity though. Like, like like he was just fouling himself out of the game. Can't stop fouling cunts. Why? Why can't he just straighten it up so he's not all hunched over and dudes just jump into him and it's a foul. Well, three offensive fouls, like an offensive you know, foul. One, of course, one yeah. or two, you can sort of forget. He knocked those three. two two guys over. Like he knocked one guy over, and then he's just knocked the other guy over as well. Charged into yeah, both of them. They dodged a bullet uh, in a lot of ways, I think. And then they, when they won, they fucking celebrated like they won the fucking championship. I was like, this is a play. This is not even the playoffs, you, you fuckers. This is the play in, and you've yeah, they're pretty excited. They've fucking shot their wad. Already, like, I think that... Uh, they all blew their load, you know, collectively at the end of the game. Yeah. There was jizz everywhere. So they're playing Memphis. I think that, uh, well, my prediction is, is they'll get destroyed. That's a possible outcome. Frank, did you see yeah. that game at all between Minnesota yeah, and Clippers? That, that, that was a good entertaining game. Pat Beverly, he was, he was that the wick and the dynamite. He got lit and he was about to fucking blow on every cunt. Love him or hate him, yeah, you can't really argue that guy made a difference. Got his team Massive up. difference. It was an enjoyable game too. The Clippers play again. Probably the the Clippers versus Memphis would have been a better matchup. Yeah. So the Clippers play the Pelicans. who they play the Pelicans. Yeah. Yep. So you'd have to you'd have to think that the Clippers will win that. Well, yeah. it's pretty split from what I'm hearing though. A lot of people giving the Pelicans a bit of a chance. I think Clippers have been a, a more well rounded team though for the yeah. season. They're a better defense, I think, uh, and that'll be the key. In saying that, you're sort of saying Clippers have got the better defense, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably I have to go with you on that. I don't think the Pelicans are quite as good defensively. Paul George gets going. They can throw Ingram on him, but I don't really rate Ingram's defense that highly. I don't think he's a great defender. He's he's good because he's long, um, yeah. but he's way better on the offensive end. Hopefully it's a close game. I'm looking, looking forward to um, seeing a close game to uh, clinch that final seed in the Western Conference. Let's move over to the East. Who did we have? We had uh, Brooklyn, Cleveland. Catch any of this one, Matt? Or I did. I saw that game. It felt like it was uh, she was a done deal pretty early on in that one. I mean, uh, Cleveland. I mean, they've had their injuries. They're still competitive in there, giving a red hot go. No, Jared Allen. Yeah, the Jared yeah. Allen one. And who's the guard? Uh, Colin Sexton. Yeah, yeah, I think they're big. Big losses. Yeah, big losses. And Kevin Love. Oh. Still good? Well, uh, yeah, he's still good. He's yeah. a good veteran presence, I think. That's how I say it, too. I go, yeah, he's still good. He kept them in the game. Yeah. He, he came in that second quarter and hit back-to-back threes, I think. You could sort of feel the momentum shifting a little bit there, but it was almost like big brother, little brother. It was like, I'm totally ripping someone off by saying that, but it was like the big brother keeping little brother at arm's length, you know, just holding the forehead so that they can't get any closer. <laughs> yeah, sort of so a, a lot of an experience there. I mean, you know, this is good. It'd be good for them. I... I Next couple of years for Cleveland are uh, bright, but the Atlanta-Charlotte game was terrible, and uh, oh, I God. turned it off after a while. Yeah, you didn't watch it. You didn't see Miles Bridges throw his mouth guard and hit some. Oh, I saw the. I saw on Sports Center afterwards. I saw that, but <laughs> the, that game was fucking over. I feel like that game was pretty, wasn't pretty close. fast as well. Didn't it feel like it was um, close. No. Did you see this footage of I don't know if it's true or not of Lamelo Ball smoking a fucking J before the game? <laughs> 
Now, well, I don't know, I don't know if that's true or that's not. That's got to be some um, fucking bullshit. You wouldn't think, anyway. Like, how legit is the footage? I haven't seen this footage. Where is this footage? You need, you haven't even shared this footage with us, Frank. Oh, I will find it and I'll, I'll put it up, but there's no, like, you know, it doesn't say that it's being reported now. I reckon it's false, but it, it's definitely him smoking a J, but just that no when. I hope it is true. <laughs> that might explain the uh, the shit fucking the shooting woes he had for that game. He didn't yeah. shoot that well. He was pretty inefficient, absolutely. I think the whole team was pretty disappointed with what they were able to put out there. It sort of it describes their whole year, though. They'll suck the Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, sort of. You don't know who you're going to get. Yeah, fucking Michael Jordan crying. Was he at fucking... Have a fucking sook, MJ. Fuck off. Was he down at courtside this time or was he up at fucking... No, I don't think... Owner's box. I didn't see him. I don't think he was sighted in the crowd. Probably didn't give his own team much hope. Fuck negative cunt. Yep. Atlanta will play again. Atlanta played pretty well, I thought. You know, Gallinari had his moments... Bogdanovich stepped in there. Okongwu's pretty good, you know, defensively. Trey, not that efficient either, but was able to include his team, get the ball moving on offense and uh, getting people involved. But like you, Matt, I sort of turned it off. I wasn't really watching it. Nah, that wasn't very competitive. It was over pretty quick. Yeah. Atlanta play Cleveland now in the other final uh, play-in game. Anyone giving Cleveland a chance or... Yeah, I'll give them a chance. Uh, I think Atlanta's... uh, They've got their own issues, man. Yeah, they've got their defensive issues, and uh, you've got Trey. If he goes mental, then they'll probably win. Do you reckon Trey Young sounds like Mike Tyson at all? I can't say they remember his voice. (laughs) Go go and have a listen to Trey speak, and I swear to God, it's like baby Mike Tyson. I'll do that. (laughs) Test it out. See how you go. Is he going to punch someone? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I played a really good game. I thought I, I thought we all played well as a team. <laughs> Cleveland, if Jared Allen was playing, if the giant microphone was playing, I would give them a bit more of a chance, I think, Cleveland. But I think Atlanta probably just have too much offense. Got anything different from that, Frank? Or Yeah, I, I or think nah. Atlanta will get through just truly just for the, the Trey Young factor. For Trey Young, yeah. I, I, I think we win like the 8C, yeah. That was awesome, guys. Good to catch up with you again. That's going to be it for the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast, guys. This episode, and uh, we'll be back really soon. Talk about the playoffs. We'll definitely be watching them. Matt, you going to get balls deep into the first round or what? Oh, mate, I love this time of year when there's so much basketball on. There's games every day, multiple games a day in some cases. I fucking love it, so I'm going to get right into it, mate. Uh, It's always a pleasure to chat with you blokes. Yeah, thanks for coming on board, Oracle. Uh, what are your plans for the upcoming uh, NBA playoffs, the first round? It's like golden hour. Photographers wait for golden hour and during the sunset, and it's the best lighting of the day and shit. That's kind of like uh, what the first round of the NBA playoffs is like. Oh, there's always a good plethora of games to watch, and, you know, I'll be watching Milwaukee destroy the, the fuck out of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> and then... And yeah, and I'll, I'll you poor bastard. Too, so looking forward to it. You poor fuck. I, I really, no one's given Chicago a chance, are they? No, I don't give them a chance. I'll, they'll be lucky to win one game. Look, I hope for your sake it is at least a gentleman's sweep. And uh, that's it for for us, for these gentlemen that you're listening to right now. And uh, we'll be back next time with the garbage time basketball podcast. See you later. See you later, boys. Catch you later.
been too long. It's been fucking awesome catching up with you guys. Have a good, have a good weekend, fellas. Have a good uh, long weekend. Take it easy. Put your feet up. And uh, we'll I'll do. talk to you soon. And uh, we'll catch some games and we'll catch up soon.